The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another edition of mlb dfs quick hits your friday july 26th edition we got a 14 gamer on tap for you tonight hope everybody had a good good thursday of action totally shit show of a slate as we expected so hopefully if this one is not as bad we got some decent pitching to choose from weather looks to be a non-issue and we still have a ton of offense looking at the totals on this slate braves phillies 10 dodgers nationals 9 Rays, Blue Jays, 9.5. D-backs, Marlins, 7.5. Yankees, Red Sox are going to do it again, folks, 11.5. Pirates, Mets, 9. Cubs, Brewers, 9.5. Twins, White Sox, 10. Indians, Royals, 9.5. Astros, Cardinals, 9. Orioles, Angels, 9.5. Rangers, A's, 9. Tigers, Mariners, 9.5. Giants, Padres, 8.5. If you just want to do this the quick way, there's one total, or two totals, that are below nine on the 14-game slate. That tells you a lot right there. It's going to be a doozy. Let's get into it. Let's get into the pitching on this slate. You got three guys over 9K, or over 10K. You got six guys total from 9K and above. Hung Jin Ryu is your high-priced option. I'll be passing on that tonight. Great pitcher in Washington. He could throw up a gym, but I'll pass and save some cash. Uh, Lance Lynn at 10-8 at the Oakland Athletics, is on my radar. He has gotten hit around by them twice this year, so maybe that's the kryptonite for uh, Lance Lynn. But his last start at Houston, seven innings, four earned 12 Ks for 26.4 points. He has five or more Ks in at least 10 straight starts, seven or more in eight of those 10. He has 10 or more in three of his last five. He has been an electric factory on the mound for the Texas Rangers this season. He's going to be facing an A's team that strikes out over 21% of the time in baseball. This is probably a GPP-only play because that A's offense is legit. They have a 4.6 team total. They have a 328 Woba and a 203 ISO versus right-handed pitching. What happened last night versus Dorado was absolutely embarrassing. But um, Lance Lynn at $10,800, very much in play. Maybe more GPP than cash, but a solid look on tonight's slate. If you want to pivot, I think the popular play up here is going to be Zach Granke at 10-5, and it's a great play. I have no problem going to Zach Granke. 291 road ERA, averaging about 18 points per game on the road. Recent road starts 10 at St. Louis, but then 28 at the Giants, 
25 at Washington, 28 at Toronto. Now he gets the Miami Marlins and hitter-friendly Miami, the lowest total on the entire slate. Uh, they strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. All that looks good for Granky, and a 3.3 team total is the lowest on the slate. Lefties 267, righties 300 versus Granky, and the Marlins a 292 Woba and a 128 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Granky is a phenomenal play on tonight's slate at $10,500. The last arm I'm looking at at 9K and above is Michael Pineda, $9,000 at the Chicago White Sox. He's faced Chicago once this year, six innings, four hits, one hundred eight Ks for 28 DraftKings points. He's been very good of late. 17, 14, 30, 28, a 7, and then an 18, and a 17, a, a hiccup, and a seven, another 18. So he's been very, very good. The strikeouts have been there. You know he's going to probably give up a home run or two. That's what he does. But he faces a White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus righties. To go with Pineda's 22% K rate, if he can limit the home runs, he's going to be in business. White Sox have a 4.6 team total. Lefties 302, righties 355 off Pineda. Some interesting reverse splits in that one. But the uh, White Sox have 310 Woba and a 155 ISO. is nothing crazy against right-handed pitching. So Pineda at 9K, pretty good GPP look in that matchup. So when breaking down the top guys, you got Granke 1, Lynn 2, Pineda 3. All right, dropping down in the next tier, the 7s and the 8K ranges. You got the likes of Jeff Samarja, $8,300 at the San Diego Padres. Uh, usually we don't play Samarja on the road unless it's at teams like the Padres. He's faced him twice this year, averaging over 18 points per start. Faced him a few starts back in San Diego, 8 innings, 5 hits, 2 earned, 6Ks for 25.8 points. He had, he's, he had 14 in his last start, 30, 21, 26. And then 10 and 11. But his, like, his last four starts, three of his last four, 21 or more. Minimum of 14. 8300 bucks against the Padres. A team that you know can surprise you from time to time. But they also strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Big upside there for Jeff Samarja. And you got a San Diego team with a 4.65 team total. Lefties 335. Righties 308. And a 311 Woba versus right-handed pitching for right-handed uh, for the San Diego Padres. So I, I don't mind just Jeff Samarja at 83 at all. I think he's a very intriguing play on this slate. Ryan Yarborough is interesting if you want to get risky. He's $8,000. It was always nicer when he was cheaper because Diego Castillo or someone else is going to open for him. And then it comes to Yarborough, who's been very, very good. He's faced Toronto twice this year, getting at least 12 points per start. But 22, 27, 7, then 20, 19, 11, 7, 31. He's got tremendous upside. It's just a matter of how far is he going to go. Like he's gone 6 and back-to-back, 75 and 82 pitches. Prior to that, back-to-back 3. Then he had a 6, a 3, a 6, a 7, a 7. you got to assume he's going to go 5 or 6 unless things just go south in a hurry. $8,000 because you're 5 or 6. There's big upside with a guy like Yarborough. Because Toronto strikes out 23.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So that's why it's a GPP play, because you don't know exactly how far he's going to go with the whole opener situation. But lefties are at 315, righties 301 off Yarborough. And the Jays have a 307 Woba and a 168 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So Yarborough at $8,000 in a GPP, very much in play. Lastly, Joey Lacesi at $7,700 at home against the San Francisco Giants. He's averaging 14 points per, per outing against the Giants. He has a 2.83 home ERA, average almost 19 points per game at home. Uh, 13, 16, 26, 13, 
25 are his recent home starts. And he gets to get a Giants team who has heated up. There's no hiding that at all. They've definitely got that going in the right direction. They strike out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Something to keep in mind on that one. Uh, but Lucchesi almost a 23% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. The Giants have the second lowest team total on the slate at 3.86. Lefties 235, righties 322 versus Lucchesi. And even though the Giants have started heating up, still only a 297 Woba and a 156 ISO. First left-handed pitching, so you got to give Lucchesi a look on this slate. So in this middle range, I got Lucchesi 1, Samarja 2, Yarber, or uh, actually I got one more in this range. Zach Fleesack, 7300 bucks at the Kansas City Royals. He faced them his last start out, 6 innings, 4 hits, 2 earned, 6 Ks for 22 points. He's just GPP only because before that it was a mess. He's, he's had really, really big games and then really, really destructive games. Kansas City strikes out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a team total of 4.6. Lefty's 340, righty's 356. A 323 Woba and a 169 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So, please sack and play at 73 if you want to play the ownership game and maybe he's low-owned. He's definitely worth a look. Just not a must for me today. So, again, Lucchesi 1, Samarja 2, Plesak 3, Yarborough 4. Yarborough's 4 is just because the uncertainty that is the opener situation. Okay, two guys down below here. You got uh, Asher Wojciechowski at 7,100. He's everyone's darling. He's all over Twitter. Threw, spun a gym his last time out for 38 points against Boston. Pitched well against Washington the time before that for 16. Um other than that, you know, it's been 12 and 12. So he's shown potential. Like my buddy Bat Flip Crazy and others have broken him down pretty extensively. Um, and you can see the upside with him. A couple things, though. Angels don't strike out a ton, less than uh, 20% K rate versus righties. Wojciechowski has a big strikeout rate, but also a big fly ball rate. So keep that in mind. Angels have a 5.65 team total. It's hot, second highest on the slate. Lefties hitting 370, righties 255 off Wojciechowski. I just wanted to bring him up. I think he's going to be very popular tonight, so be careful. But 7,100 is worth a look. And then another guy that should be very popular, we'll see if he is, is Jose Urquidy. Coming off a 35-point performance against the Texas Rangers, 7-8s, 109Ks. Previous two starts didn't go as planned. But what we saw this last time out was what we saw in the minors quite a bit. Big, big strikeout upside. So for $5,000, he's definitely in play tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, when you look at it a little closer, why is he not on my sheet here? That's confusing. He's got a big, big strikeout arm. You got the Cardinals who um, are known to strike out of it. They are heating up, so keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, here we go. They have a 4.45 team total. Lefty's 340, righty's 315 in a small sample. But when you look at St. Louis, a 302 Woba and only a 146 ISO, striking out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Really puts Urkady in play as a very interesting play as he's striking out over 30% of the batters he faces and a 46% ground ball rate. At only $5,000, I'm really not sure what DraftKings was thinking on this one. I get it, he can get blown up, but you could have easily priced him up a lot higher than that. And it's going to be hard not to pay him to get a bunch of bats tonight. So we got Urkady 1, Wojciechowski 2 down below. Recapping the pitching, Granke, Lynn, Pineda up top. In the middle, Lucchesi, Samarja. Plesak, Yarborough, down below, Urkady, and Wojciechowski. Fun 14-game slate. If I had to pick and choose, I'd be with Granke or save the Pinata. I'd be on Samarja and Lucchesi in the middle. 
and Katie down below. Get all the bats in the world. Before we talk about the bats, you got NFL cranking up. The Hall of Fame game is less than a week away. And the Quant Edge Dot has you covered in the NFL DFS world this year. They crushed it last year. And they're going to be bigger and better than ever. A new site's coming out very shortly with an awesome, awesome app. Super user-friendly app. We'll be on iOS shortly as well. Uh, they have tons of new tools that are going to be badass. They picked up the Power Hour DFS guys with Proctor and Hodge. Tons of awesome stuff coming over there. You can get the NFL season package for $149.99. And when you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of the MLB season package free. I cover the batter breakdown six days a week over there. There's a lot of great coverage. And what all those packages get you is the member Discord, which is priceless. It's absolutely amazing. So I highly recommend it. If you want to take NFL DFS seriously this year, you go to thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you the rest of MLB free when you buy the NFL season pass for $149.99. All right, the bats on the slate. Catcher's position. You could go to Mitch Garber at 54 if you want to run that streak against Dylan Cease. Don't hate it. It's a stupid price. I hate paying that for catchers. But if you want to go there, I totally get it. Otherwise, you can save some cash. You go to a guy like Monty Grandal at 43 versus Hendricks. You can get to Hendricks with lefties. Still not a great play. Christian Vasquez at 41. It's a decent night last night. That's James Paxton tonight would be a guy I'd think about. Uh, Chance Sisko at 41 as well. Griffin Canyon has really struggled of late. Sisko has as well. So it's kind of pick your poison. But for 4,100, there's upside. Jason Castro at 39 versus Dylan Cease is very intriguing as well. So far in the small sample, lefties are at 341, righties 311 versus Dylan Cease. Uh, the, the Twins at the fourth highest total at 5.4 on tonight's slate. So Castro at 39 is in play this evening. Uh, going down a little farther, you could go to Matt Wieters versus Urquetti at 38 if you want to get weird because Urquetti should be pretty popular, I'd imagine. You never know. But Brian McCann at 37, he's hitting right-handed pitching so well this year. Jake Arrieta, super pitch to contact, as we know. Uh, lefties are hitting 402 on the year on Arietta. 402. Righties 289, but lefties are hitting 402 off of Jake Arietta. So Brian McCann at 37, really good value at the catcher's position. Uh, a couple others. Uh, there's going to be a lot on a 14-game slate, but um, Jorge Alfaro, probably not tonight. Um, not Pedro Severino because Cisco should be starting. Francisco Mejia at 32 could be a cheaper option versus Samarja if you need to. Not a huge fan of it, but it's an option down there. So far, it's like Castro. It's McMahon up in that 3K range. You can definitely look at Danny Jansen. He was on that hot streak, cooled down a bit. He's going to have Castillo within the lefty Yarborough. Danny Jansen at 29 has some definite uh, appeal in his matchup. Martin Maldonado at 28 versus Gio Gonzalez. Good value in that one as well. If Beef Wellington cracks cracks the White Sox lineup at 27 versus Pineda, uh, that's got some upside in a GPP only because he's got that home run, but also 4K ability there. Jan Gomes versus Ryu, GPP only, strict GPP at 26. Just Gomes does hit lefties okay. Uh, but John Hicks, I like him a lot. He went deep last night off LeBlanc. Uh, John Hicks at 2,400 is a great punt on this slate. If you want to say screw it, facing Kikuchi, uh, Hicks at 24, very good option for you as well. First base. You got E5 versus uh, Kashner at 55. That's a great play if you're paying up at top. Really good look there. You got Freddie Freeman. We just talked about lefties versus Arietta at 5200 bucks. That's a stone cold looking good play there. Sliding on down though, Luke Voigt in a GPP at 48. Uh, Jock Jams at 47. Not bad back in Washington against uh, Anibal Sanchez. When you look at the Doyers, team total just below five. Lefties 331, righties 304. 
versus uh, Animal Sanchez. So Jock Jams in a GPP, sure, go for it. Or you can just ride the red hot, or should I say gold hot bat of Paul Goldschmidt. 19, 23, 16, 22 in his last four. He's homered in four straight games, all in Pittsburgh. He he put his, he teabagged the Pittsburgh Pirates this week. That's the best way I can say it. He just absolutely owned them. Goes back home to St. Louis against Arquette. Um Good kid. He's not going to homer in every game. So maybe this is the night off. Who knows? But 4,500. Definite upside in that matchup. Going down a little farther, uh, Dom Smith in a GPP at 43. I could, I could see the appeal there. Uh, Reese Hoskins probably not. Renato Nunez, I prefer him versus lefties than righties, but at 42 he's got upside. But the upside play is Jose Abreu at 41. Uh, we talked about Pineda's been doing well, but at the same time, lefties 302, righties 355. We mentioned those reverse splits earlier for Pineda. And we know as good as he's been, he'll still give up a home run or two. So Jose Abreu at 41 is a very contrarian, very good play if you want to save some cash at the first base position tonight against Michael Pineda. Big fan of that at, at that price point. A few others to take a look at with Wolga Spocky or whatever his name is for Toronto pitching. Nate Lowe's kind of slowed down a bit, but at 4K, really good spot there for the Rays. The Rays, do, 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 do. Team total just above five. Lefties 234, righties 442. Some reverse splits with super small sample. Nate Lowe's been quiet of late. This could be a good game to get him back on track at 4,000. I'd still rather have Abreu at 41, but uh, Lowe at 4K has a little bit of appeal to it as well. Matt Olson in your GPPs at 4K. You can look there if you choose. Uh, below 4K now, there's nothing really standing out. Chesler Cuthbert's 37 if you need to get weird because he's always got that upside. Eric Hosmer's quieted down a bit. He's 37 in like maybe a cash game play versus Samarja. Not a great play. If A.J. Reed cracks the White Sox lineup and he's hitting in the middle for 3400 that's a punty value GPP versus Pineda because Reed can run into one as well. So those are the kind of values I look at at first base tonight. Second base, you got DJ LeMahieu in cash at all times. Cattell Marte. Wish it was in Arizona. Miami takes a little bit of the, the thunder away, but still 5300 versus Alcantara's got appeal. Keston here is hitting everything, so I'm not going to judge you there. But I don't think I'll be paying up at second base. I think if I'm starting out, if I pay up anywhere, it'll be Danny Santana at 5K versus Megden. Santana's been outstanding. Um, save a few dollars from the top tier guys. He got, he got you 34 points last night in Oakland, three for five, a double homer, six ribeyes, two runs scored. He had 11 points the night before, a couple quiet games and a 16 and a 30. He's having a hell of a season. Every time you think he's going to slow down, he picks it right back up. He's like Chumbawamba. He gets knocked down and he gets up again. So um, get yourself some Danny Santana at 5K in his matchup. A couple others. Lourdes Gurriel's cooled down a little bit. He's 49 in a GPP. I could still go back there. Hitter-friendly Toronto. Lefty Yarborough on the bump. You could look at Gurriel, who's hit lefties really, really well throughout the season. Uh, Mike Moustakas at only 45. Jose Altuve at 45. Both have some appeal. If you're stacking St. Louis versus Urquidy, which could be a super leverage play, like could be really good. Like we, uh, we'll, we'll see the ownership later in the Quant Edge member Discord. Maddie usually throws it in there about three, three thirty, whenever it's kind of finalized. But uh, Tommy Edmonds been doing a pretty good job leading off more cash game than GPP, unless you're stacking. If you're stacking, you can throw him in there. But he doesn't have a lot of that power upside. He's gonna have to multi hit game for you. He's gonna have to score a couple times. Unlike guys that can, like A.J. Reed at 34, who could pop one over the fence for like a three-run jack and get you 18 points, Edmonds is not going to do that very often. He has, but not very often. 
Ozzy Albies at only 42 has got a big time upside versus Arietta. Talk about that 402 lefty batting average versus Arietta. Rudin Odor at 42 versus Mengden. Again, on a big slate like this, I've talked about it a lot, but I get a lot of lineup questions and whatnot. If you want to still get good pitching, you can get a lot of good players in the low fours and high threes if you're not too into stacking, if you're more into the home run derby type lineups. Or uh, one thing I've been doing lately, a lot of two, three-man stacks because there's been so much offense, trying to get a little bit of all of it. Everyone's got their different way to build. Everyone's got success with it. But you can get a lot of guys like an Ozzy Albies or Ruben Odor. They both have power upside. You don't have to stack the Braves or the or the, the Rangers because I just mentioned Danny Santana's 5K. That might hurt your pitchers. Freddie Freeman's 52. That's going to make things ch- tricky. But if you just go position by position and start adding up guys in the low fours and high threes, you can get a pretty solid lineup. Another great way to build cash lineups is to get that stability like that as well. All right, uh, a little farther down, uh, Jonathan Scope, GPP at 4K, sure. But Robbie Cano at only 39. I know people are going to be chasing that big like three-homer game a couple games back two games ago. He's gotten seven and two since then. But going up against Agarzal at Pittsburgh, not a bad look for Robbie Cano at 3,900, especially when they keep hitting him in the middle of that lineup. You can't like completely ignore that. And you got a Mets team with a 5.1 team total. Lefty's 273, righty's 346. And a small sample versus Agrizol. But Robbie Cano at 39 does have some value to it. In that one, another cash type price tag that you could take advantage of. Mike Brosow of Tampa Bay at 37 is another good value. Second base, third base versus Wagaspach. Definitely someone you can take a peek at there. Uh, Ian Happ's back with the Cubs. If he's in the lineup at 37 versus Gio Gonzalez, that's definitely something you can take advantage of. I'm 99, but yep. Uh, Ian Happ is a switch hitter. That's what I thought. I just wanted to double check. It's been all season since I've seen him. It was last year was the last time we could actually talk about him in a game. But the Cubs have a 4.75 team total. Lefty's 314. Righty's 336 versus Geo. If Happ cracks that lineup at 37, there's upside. GPP only, though, because he can strike out all four at-bats as well. Hanser Alberto at 35 is a value, as always. Adam Frazier has been quiet, but he's 34. Ringifo at 34. Kipnis at only 33 versus Junis. I don't I know he's slumping, but he's still averaging seven points over his last 10. 17, 3, 0, 16. He's got tremendous upside, and his price tag just keeps falling. So at 3300 bucks, Kipnis is a very good value if you need him. Third base, um, yeah, Rafael Devers. I know it's lefty-lefty versus Paxton, but Paxton will be out. You'll have the Yankees bullpen. Rafael Devers is just a monster. That's just what he does. Um, he's not like a lock play tonight or anything, but he's, he's a monster. Um, Eduardo Escobar, really good play. Miguel Sano at 48. Or I don't mind. He went deep again yesterday. Really, really swinging a good stick there. Anthony Rendon at a GPP has got some appeal versus Ryu. Rendon crushes lefties. Could be a sneaky good play. You got Moustakis at 45. If you're not using Pineda, though, I mentioned um, Mankata yesterday, and he went deep. He's just a great GPP at his price point because he's got so much power. The way Pineda gives up home runs, there is appeal to Yohan Mankata. At 4,400. He's homered in two of his last four games. Uh, there's definitely appeal there with Mankata at 44 and a GPP. Same with Hunter Dozier, who went deep yesterday at 44 versus Plesak. A couple guys you can definitely take a peek at there. Uh, when you go down a little farther, though, you can go Machado at 44 versus Samarja. So definitely some upside in this like 4,400 and below range at third base if you need to save a few ducats. Like Jose Ramirez, the dude keeps getting... The Cleveland Indians are cheap. This is not going to be good for stacking because they're going to be popular. He put up 28 more points last night. He went 3 for 6 with 
Uh, two doubles and a home run and a walk, a ribby, two runs scored. He has 28, 13, 2, 17, 19. So 13 or more in four of his last five. 13 or more in like six of his last ten. He's only 4200 bucks for Jacob Junis tonight, who he's been getting ground balls lately, but as a whole, not good. The Indians have a 4.9 team total. Lefty's 338, righty's 343. These price tags, like Kipnis at 33, Jose Ramirez at 42, Again, another $4,200 guy to build lineups around. Jose Ramirez is a great play at that price point tonight against Jacob Junis. Uh, Matt Chapman at only 41 has a little bit of upside, but I'd find my way to Ramirez at 42. I'd eat the chalk on that one. That's a, a great price uh, great price for a great matchup with Jose Ramirez. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez only 37 versus Dylan Cease. Definitely good there. Uh, Brosal again for Tampa Bay at 37 has some definite upside in his matchup. Other than that, probably not too much at the third base. Hansel Alberto, Andrew Cabrera, Matt Duffy at 34, Heimer Candelario, Colin Moran at 34. There's plays down here. They're more if you're stacking, though. If you're stacking, sprinkle those values in there. I wouldn't so much one-off at third base with those values. You one-off at, like, second base with the Jason Kipnis at 33. You don't do it at third base right now. Shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. at 53. Not bad at all versus Shark. Just pricey. I'd rather go Javi Baez at 52 versus Geo. That's where I'd be going at that price point. Or Didi Gregorius at 51 versus Andrew Kashner. Both Baez, Gregorius, and the double dong Bogarts at 5K. So four guys above 5K. If I got to rank them out, I'm going Baez, Didi, Bogarts. That's where I'd be looking up top with Fernando Tatis coming in fourth. When you drop below the 5K, though, you got <laughs> triple dong to dong. 4800 versus Urquidy. It's a little pricey for me tonight. Uh, if you want to go there, if you're stacking St. Louis for the leverage opportunities, I'm, it might not happen, but I'm pretty sure Urquidy is going to be quite popular this evening. So if you want to go Deong at 48, you could. You got Lindor at 47. He's the only guy that stays priced up for the Indians. Everyone else gets the disrespect. That's cool. But like Jorge Polanco at 45, I have no problem saving from all the guys up top going to Polanco over still and Cease. Uh, Blanco's been getting it going again, averaging 9 over his last 10, 9, 0, 28, 21, 11 over his last 5. So he's definitely heating up again. 4,500 versus Dylan Cease is a great-looking play there. Machado at 44 has got some appeal like we talked about at third base. Corey Seager's been getting it going of late. He's 41 versus Sanchez. Um, 7, 10, 3, 15 over his last 4. Good match up there as lefties can get to Sanchez for sure. Something we've known for a long, long time. Marcus Simeon, GPP only at 39. Johnny VR, big home run in the 16th last night. He's 3800 bucks if you want to get a little bit of value there. Freddie Galvis, only 37 as well. Um, Anderson Simmons is down to 3600 bucks. That one surprises me quite a bit. 11 points last night. You can look at him for some value. Or um, Tim Beckham with the lefty Daniel Norris on the mound. We know Beckham loves lefties. He went deep last night. He has uh, 10 or more DraftKings points in three of his last five. Or in four of his last six, he's been sneakily playing okay. He's thirty six hundred bucks. He spanks left handed pitching. Seattle's got a team total of five. Lefties three fifty three. Righties three forty two off Daniel Norris. So Beckham at thirty six is a very good value if you need to save some cash at the middle infield position. Also Ryan Goings at thirty two, but that's if you're really, really desperate. Outfield, yeah, fourteen game slate, lots of options like Yellick, sure, Trout, yes. Bellinger, sure. Judge just missed a grand slam last night. You can go right back to that well. Uh, Cattell Marte, Ronald Acuna has been a little quiet the last couple games. Could be a big bounce back at low ownership. Love some Aaron Hicks at 51. You got Betts. You got Jordan Alvarez. 
You got Danny Santana. So there's your 5K group. That's a ridiculous amount of people over 5K. If I got to pick and choose Trout, Judge, Acuna, Hicks, Betts. That's kind of where I'd be landing in the 5K and above range. Make sure Jordan's even playing. No DH could uh, cut some uh, playing time this weekend for Mr. Alvarez. Dropping below 5K, though. If you want to get weird with Cleveland, you got Oscar Mercado at 49. But Michael Talkman at 48 versus Kashner. Very good value there. Didn't do much last night, but huge series in Minnesota. 19-16, 15 18 4 26 14 10 Swing at a good stick. Had an off night last night. One for four with two strikeouts. You can go back there at 48 versus Kashner tonight. Eddie Rosario at 48. Some upside versus Cease for sure. Don't hate that either. Uh, some other guys to look at. You could look at Otani, Jock Jams, and GPPs. But Max Kepler... Went deep again last night. He's 4,600, 22, 0, 5, 16, 30 in his last five, 16 or more in three of his last five. Kepler at 46, very much worth a look. Cole Calhoun at 46 for some savings. But J.D. Martinez is down to 4,500 bucks for James Paxton. Could definitely look at that. 12 points last night, 6, 11, 25, 0, 21. So 11 or more in four of his last six ball games. Maybe he's slowly getting it going. The Bo Sox have a 5.16 total. Lefty's 287. Righty's 309 versus Paxton. JD at 45 could be in for a big game and a nice price tag for you tonight. Austin Meadows at only 45 is not bad. Averaging almost nine points over his last 10. He'll basically go unowned tonight if you want to get really weird. Uh, Anthony Santander having a big week. He's 45 versus Griffin Canning. Don't hate that. Michael Conforto at 44 has got some upside to it as well. Going on down farther, you could go Kyle Schwarber versus Gio. It's lefty-lefty, but it's Gio Gonzalez. Doesn't scare me as much. Ramon Laureano at 43. GPP only could be a play for you there. Jorge Soler at 42 has got some GPP upside. Bryce Harper's down to 4200 bucks versus Mike Soroka. Definitely someone I can take a peek at. Just price point alone at 42 with some upside for you in that matchup. Byron Buxton's back at 41, so don't sleep on him tonight. Tommy Pham at 41 versus Wagaspock is some value. So, again, we're at that 4,200 below range. There's upside here, definite upside. Alex Gordon coming off 13 last night, 13-0-26 in his last three. Gets Plesak tonight if you want to take a peek at that one. A few others, Juan Soto in a GPP, sure. But, like, Nick Castellanos for Kikuchi at 41, definitely appealing in that matchup, Avisa Garcia at 4K versus Wagaspock. Don't hate that at all. At 4K and below now, Nick Marcakis against Arietta is very, very solid. Verdugo versus Annabelle at 4K is not bad either. Um, a few others to take a peek at. Yeah, guys like Nomar Mazar in a GPP at 39. I could go there. Uh, Justin Upton's only 39. He's not really doing a ton consistently. That's a good price tag, especially if you're stacking the Angels versus uh, Wojciechowski, if you want to get weird on that one. Marvin Gonzalez at 37, mentioned him before. Very solid. Victor Robles, 37 in a GPP. Uh, you can go there. So lots of options. Check your lineups. You'll see many, many pop up throughout the day. Recapping your pitching real quick. Up top, I got Granke, Lynn, Pineda. In the middle, Lucchesi, Samarja, Plesak, Yarborough. Down below, Urketi and Wojciechowski. Let's look at the stacks on this slate. There are tons of them to look at. Obviously, the Yankees versus Kashner is a great play. No hiding that at all. The Angels are in play, but you've got the Yankees, the Red Sox. That's that's where the focus will be. Then you got Minnesota versus Cease. Very sneaky there. Atlanta versus Arietta. Got some upside for you there. I think Tampa Bay gets way overlooked versus Wagaspock. That could be a fun one. Uh, Seattle versus Daniel Norris. Cleveland versus Jacob Junis. Got some value there. 
Um, a few others. The Cubs versus Geo, very nice. Uh, the White Sox versus Pineda is interesting, but the Kansas City versus Plesak, Detroit versus Kikuchi, it's a 14-game slate. Lots and lots of options. We'll have to see how lineups come out, see how we build. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox will be the way to look for sure. But we'll be able to mix and match. We'll look at ownerships and find some nice stacks when we see lineups. Like Minnesota could be very interesting. Stay hot with them versus Dylan Cease. Uh, and then Tampa Bay stands out as an option. Same with Seattle, who's swinging some hot sticks. Cleveland's let a lot of people down lately. Um, Chicago Cubs could be very nice as well. Let's BVP it and wrap this bad boy up. Uh, Jock Jams, three for eight with a double and two homers off Anibal Sanchez. Uh, Matt Joyce, 7 for 21, two doubles and a homer. And Ciarte, 5 for 15. Freeman, 5 for 17 off Arietta. Hey, shocker, those are lefties. Uh, Glaber Torres, 6 for 13 with a double and two homers off Kashner. Voigt, Didi, Judge have all homered off of Kashner as well. Neil Walker, 8 for 30 with four home runs off Granke. Starting Kashner, 9 for 28, four doubles and a homer. Yeah, not going to worry too much about that. Um, Christian Yellick, 6 for 22 with a homer off Hendricks. Nothing crazy, really. Ryan Gones, 5 for 11, three doubles off Pineda. Francisco Lindor, 12 for 25, three doubles, three homers off Junis. It's a 480 average. Bowers is taking him deep. Carlos Santana, 6 for 13 with a double. Naquin, 4 for 12 with a homer. He'll be a nice cheap outfield option for you as well. Uh, Manny Machado, 5 for 13 with a double and two homers off Samarja. That's intriguing, and that'll do it for today's edition of Quick Hits. Fun one, 14-game slate to crack a lacket on tonight. Should be fun heading into the weekend. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Go check out fantasysportsdegens.com. We've got a bench with Bubba. We've got three this week. 191, Bat Flip and the Bubba, or Bubba and the Bat Flip episode one dropped. Lots of good stuff there. Check out 192 with myself and Matt Bowie from Razball.com, uh, previewing the AFC and NFC North for the fantasy football season. And then 193 with Jorge Montanez of the Bases Loaded podcast and Fantrax HQ talking some um, Week 17 fantasy baseball action. Got tons of other stuff coming up this weekend. The NASCAR boys will be cracking, especially in the fantasy sports DJ Slack chat. Check all that out. Check out thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you the rest of MLB free when you buy the NFL pass for $149.99. Give a rating and review on iTunes. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay cool on the West Coast. Enjoy your weather elsewhere. Crack a few. Have a good one. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 26th edition. I'm out.